I'm Alec Baldwin, and you are listening to Mission Daily. Selected as Best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. Welcome back. This is the last episode of Mindset Week. So how- It's Friday. It is Friday, I know. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm kind of sad the theme week's over, though. This I has am, been a but fun there one. are more and better theme weeks coming. So if you like this one, if you want to have some influence in shaping the content and the amount of different theme weeks we have coming up, let us know on the socials at the Mission HQ on Twitter and Instagram at Chad Grills on socials and at Steph Postals. Yes, on the socials. So today you call this episode five secrets about your mindset. Yeah, secrets is all caps in the note it's, file as well. It's so intense. I, when I was looking, I was like, oh my God, you just like slapped me in the face with the word secrets. And then I started that's, looking that's, through. I definitely didn't do that. So I mean, nobody you, out there. You like literally slapped me in the face. I'm going to ask you to stop using that example, please. Um, let's not ever use that again. So yeah, thanks. I, now I'm going to keep using it. Yeah. So all caps is intense. Back to yeah, what so I was saying. Secrets in the sense that if you can take action on these and learn to make these a habit, you're not going to have any trouble with building up your mindset whenever you discover it's taken a hit and you're not going to have any trouble protecting your mindset when people laugh in your face at your ideas. And if people aren't laughing in your face about your ambitions and your ideas and when you express yourself and express who you are. If people aren't laughing, you're not trying hard enough. You're not being original enough and you're not being you. Now, they don't have to laugh all the time, but you got to push the limit sometimes. And these are secrets in a sense that not many people will ever do them and a very small amount of people are ever going to uh, do them regularly. So what will these secrets help with? Because it says five secrets about your mindset. Yeah, just about protecting it and developing a positive one and developing one that is resilient towards shocks and tragedies and generally just how horrible life is. Uh, life really sucks a lot Whoa. of times. And these are the things that are going to help you protect your mindset. And these are these are very, very actionable. You can do them today. Okay, let's jump right into it then. So first one, social proof file. Yeah, so you want to start collecting the proverbial newspaper clippings of all of your accolades. So when somebody says something nice about you that you care about, whose opinion you respect, keep it in a file. You want to have that on hand somewhere and you want to reflect on that from time to time. So one of the things that we did at the company was there were a lot of people who were saying nice things about us and there were a lot of different results that we were creating where we helped change or transform a client's business, whether that's driving over 10 million impressions in one case or over seven figures of signed contracts. I'm super proud about that. That's that's really exciting. So we keep all of that in a file to reflect on from time to time. So if we're feeling down, if we're feeling like, you know, oh man, this is really hard, we reflect on the great things that we've done and how we've helped people. And you can do this in a personal sense as well because it's very easy to remember all the bad things and not remember the good things or the encouragement that somebody said. Oftentimes when we reflect on our own personal histories, we remember the negative and we tend to forget the positive. 
we're hardwired that way, unfortunately, to look out for threats. And the best way to avoid that is by collecting the positives now and realizing that in order to reprogram your mind, you're going to have to make a habit of reflecting on the positives. Yep. Yeah. Our uh, Slack channel called Social Proof is actually my favorite channel for our team because everyone, like you said, gets to drop in any messages, Instagram DMs or Twitter DMs, Instagram messages, everything we get that's like, oh my gosh, I listened to this episode and it made me rethink how I'm doing this or you know, it helped me through a really hard time in my life. That's my favorite channel. And what about the dogs channel? Okay. Dogs channel is number. Okay. Maybe that one's number one. I thought, thought it might be. <laughs> yeah. And then social proof is number two, but it's always a good reminder. Anytime, you know, we're feeling stressed or we're like, man, this week was crazy. It's always fun to kind of scroll through there and see, well, what we're doing is worth it. And I think that's really good to apply that in your personal life too. Yeah, definitely. And the next one is a bit weird and you'll probably feel ridiculous doing this. So the next one is mirror practices. So this is a call to action to get in front of a mirror today, look yourself in the eyes and tell yourself you love yourself. Start complimenting yourself and get in a habit of what you perceive to be physical flaws, because we we all have these things that we've identified that we maybe don't like or are a bit frustrated with, with our personal appearance, where we feel like it's not enough or it's not okay. You need to get in the habit of looking at yourself and telling yourself that you're okay, and then slowly start to move into territory where you can love yourself, not in a stupid, superficial way, but in a deep way where you like looking at yourself. It's very important to develop this habit. And I say this as someone who has hated what I've seen in the mirror for many, many, many years. And at a certain point, you just have to let that go. These are the hands, these are the biological hands you've been dealt and you need to get good at learning to love what you have. You can't play the hand you've been dealt effectively until you learn to love it. So whatever your genetics have, uh, past your way, whatever your biology has given to you, do your best to respect it and learn to love it because you're going to be stuck with it. Yep. And I also think that a lot of times people compare themselves to other people and they think this person's beautiful and you know that's why they're so happy. And But they don't realize that every person struggles with something and they yeah. there's something about themselves they don't like most likely. And I know for me, even, you know, after having Grayson and stuff, it's like looking in the mirror in the very beginning, you heard this all the time of like, oh my gosh, I don't like what I see. And having to learn like, no, I love myself. And I was able to have a kid, a healthy kid and was able to feed him. And you look great, babe. Well, thank you very much. But, you know, like I said, you, you tell me that, but it's like everyone struggles with something. So learning to love every bit of yourself and being gentle with yourself, being kind to yourself is so important to help yeah. protect your mindset and everything you do. And it doesn't mean it's not mutually exclusive that you start doing this and then stop going to the gym. That's not yeah. a lot of people have, I think, a subconscious fear that that type of thing is going to happen. And what I've found is that the reverse usually happens when you really start th- thinking about paying yourself nice compliments and learning to love yourself, which what you're going to find is that you actually take better care of yourself and that you're in the gym more and the transformations that you are able to make by lifting heavy and by doing cardio and by eating healthy are more accessible basically yeah. um, it doesn't feel so far in the distance it's no it, it, it's not and the type of person that loves themselves is the type of person who cares for themselves yep. so love it all right next, next one up. is visualization so this is it's basically a red flag for many people because you 
almost have to say this is not like the secret. What I was about to say about the pull a secret. About not, <laughs> not like the secret. So what's fascinating is there was a mystic at the early, and I hate that I have to call him a mystic, but that's how most people would want to refer to him. I think a philosopher might be better or arguably a scientist. I think that he was way more of a scientist than people are comfortable admitting. But there was a guy named Neville Goddard who gave a series of lectures and wrote many different books in the 20s and 30s, I think, and maybe up until the 40s. Maybe I'm getting my timeline wrong. And his uh, philosophies on visualization, I think, are radical and timely. And I would advise everyone to study them a little bit, listen to some lectures, and it might be very uncomfortable at first for those of us who have been trained in a materialist worldview or those of us who have spent a lot of time listening to scientists or who have a lot of education might have a hard time exploring these ideas. I would say that's okay, but I would encourage everyone to explore them and then try them in your own life. So instead of criticizing something, maybe think about how do I run a small experiment to see if this works or yeah, basically explore it a little or bit. Or looking at your past too and seeing how it has worked in the past. I know I've told you this a bunch, but when I was younger, I always visualized myself like I'm going to go up through college. I'm going to get a, like, I'm going to work in finance. I'm going to be in this, you know, very corporate office and it's just going to be so official. And I remember when I, you know, got the job at Fannie Mae in DC, it was exactly like I visualized it. And of course I got there and I was like, uh-oh, what I do? But I always think back to that. as like, that is literally what I had in my mind mm-hmm. for years of like, that was my goal. And I kind of did that to myself. I mean, you know, everyone has a journey. So I was glad I went through all that. But a lot of times you can look back through your past and realize some of the things, you know, wherever you're at, you actually have been thinking about getting yourself there for years without maybe even knowing it. Definitely. Thoughts become things. All right, next, function, inputs and outputs. Yes, this is something we talk about a lot on Mission Daily, which is you need to view yourself as a function. There are going to be inputs, whether they're informational or food or physical challenges that you allow into your life. And those inputs are going to allow you or prevent you from achieving the outputs you want. I think that one's simple and yeah, monitor what you put in and good things will come out. And the final one, which is a challenging one to put at the end of a Friday. We're not trolling you here. I promise this one might be the most radical one in here. It's cut people out of your life. It's an art. This is something I'm really good at. You are. You're too good at it. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm not trying to be callous about this here, but sometimes, I mean, we've all been there, right? Where Where you really, really need to cut negative people out of your life. So I would encourage everyone to have some compassion with this and when in doubt, err on the side of compassion, but don't let people who are toxic impact your life in a negative way. And this is a great reminder this weekend when you go out there, when you're hanging out with friends, I'm not telling everybody to cut a bunch of different people out of their life, but you basically need to not be afraid to do this. You have the right You are a sovereign individual. You have the right to do this. If somebody is impacting you in a negative way, you don't have to keep subjecting yourself to that abuse. Keep in mind, 
you have the ultimate freedom to decide who you spend time around and who you don't spend time around. That's really what that's a, a call to action for. Love it. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this theme week and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. We will see you on Monday. See you on Monday. Mission.org is a media company with a daily newsletter, network of podcasts, and brand studio designed to accelerate learning. Head to mission.org to get award-winning podcasts like The Mission Daily, The Story, IT Visionaries, Education Trends, Marketing Trends, Future of Cities, and more. Mission Studios has worked with companies like Salesforce, Twilio, and Katera, to create custom media channels that drive results. Make sure to subscribe to the mission's daily newsletter at mission.org. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.